Welcome to the Christian Men Unscripted Podcast, where Christian men get together to talk about real issues, real struggles, and real victories. Wood's here to have honest conversations about what it means to be a Christian man in today's world. We'll be talking about marriage, fatherhood, leadership, faith, and more. And we'll be doing it all in a way that is honest, open, and unscripted. Subscribe today and join us on this journey. Seth was talking about butt pants. I love it. So I'm the the good thing about this episode is that it is unscripted. We have nothing to talk about, but John has something to talk about. I am your host, Alan Underwood, along with John Harney and Seth Lazan, and we are unscripted. We didn't know what to talk about, so John wants to talk about butt pants and say it again. Butt pants and distractions. I don't know if you (laughs) caught Seth was just saying it, but how we love our wives (laughs) and we shouldn't look at people's butts. (laughs) Or women's butts. (laughs) But what if you have, like, I'm constantly intrigued by butts, even weird flat ones, fat ones. They're just so unusual because the skeleton, the human skeleton, if you've ever seen, which most Mm -hmm. of us have, because it's Halloween time, you know, like, Mm -hmm. but the skeleton, a skeletal structure is pretty much the same. And yet, when you go to Walmart, (laughs) there are the variety of the variety of buttocks (laughs) is astounding, you know? Some of them are like, man, you must, you must be do a running, you must be a running back, do some squats, clear athlete. But I'm saying like the whole butt in thing. General. Listen, the point is this, okay? If you can rest your coffee cup on the back and also your groceries while you're behind somebody in line, but yet in my mind, I'm like, but the skeleton is the same. But mm. like, how this is unusual. Now, la- last episode we talked about speaking of butts. I heard a dad joke. Please tell and me. I'm gonna clean it up. What did the one butt cheek say to the other butt cheek? What? Together, we can keep this crap out of here. <laughs> I cleaned it up uh, for the sense of the show. That was super terrible, dude. That was I like so it. terrible. No, that was awful. Mm. Listen. Seth, was it good? No, Seth hung up, dude. We're still on the phone. I, did. I, I, did, I, didn't, I didn't want to. Uh... Seth is like, I'm a pastor. We're talking about butts and butt jokes with poop, dude. <laughs> like, I can't. Yeah. What if someone at my congregation hears this? You know, <laughs> he doesn't have, he nah, don't have a job, man. Yeah, he is jobless living in a van down by the river right now, waiting, waiting. Yeah. But okay. Last yeah. episode, yeah. Seth, last episode, we talked about church. Hey, wait, and did community. you like the joke or no? Seth hated it. He's uh, not. Uh, uh, actually, I, I wasn't, I wasn't here for it. <laughs> oh, John, hmm. John likes butts. I'm no, more I, of a calf. I, 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 muted, I muted it because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> I was just like, I, I like, was, I was like calves. My wife has nice calves. You know, calves are nice. I mean, honestly, there's something to be why. said about yeah. just physique in general. <laughs> hey, I yeah. tell I tell my wife because I haven't been working out as much lately. I'm always like, I'm like, what's going on over here? This is terrible. Uh, yep, I get out of the shower and the mirrors there. I'm like, ah, oh, I gotta do some sit ups. <laughs> like, but I'm 51 years old. Yeah. We need to just not worry about it. I, you know what? I don't want to encourage you because last week you kept playing with my playing footsies with me, and I felt very uncomfortable. <laughs> but feet, but I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. You look pretty good. Like for 51, you work out. Your arms are looking good. You got the medium shirt on. There's it looks good though. My point is it looks good. Let me build you up and tell you <laughs> you look good, bro. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. remember, we talked about that weeks ago. When you have something nice to say about somebody, tell it to them. Make yeah. them feel good. Thanks, bro. Yeah, I think uh, your feet, your, your although I don't like feet, are nice. That's see, thank you. They're my clean. wife thinks they're disgusting. I don't know why. Feet are disgusting in general. Oh my god. So okay, we had our small oh, group at sure. our house, and I know Doug is going to listen to this. So my friend Doug comes in. He's he takes his shoes off like you, dude. Because you make you know, us. hey dudes. Yeah. It's, my wife is Asian. Yeah. And true. actually, it's more me than her anyway. But yeah, I'm just blaming saying. her. <laughs> but um, and he takes his, and then I have a recliner, <laughs> and uh, one of the 
people were sitting in a recliner and he puts his foot up on the recliner that the guy's sitting in. I didn't tell anybody this. So if Doug, you're listening, I apologize. But I'm looking at Doug put his feet up on the recliner next to the guy sitting there. And I'm like, oh my God, I would be freaking out. I'm like, move your feet, man. Nobody said anything. No sense of personal foot but space. I'm going to bring it up. Feet are disgusting, man. I, especially when people wear sandals and their feet are suck and their toenails are yellow and pointy and like razor blades. I'm like, God, cover those things up, man. <laughs> How Seth, are you? you got how, nice feet, Seth? What are what are your wife's feet like, Seth? Because my wife my, has beautiful feet. You know, I'll be honest. My wife does. My wife yeah. also has beautiful feet. I have disgusting, awful feet, like yeah. pointy, yellow yeah. nails. Yeah, that, that's um, gross. So I I I don't wear sandals at all. Yeah, feet suck. I don't know. I mean, butts are good. Calves are good. Well, a lot of women are getting butt implants. I think look ridiculous. Oh, ridiculous. I don't like any of the yeah. fake stuff. I don't like any of these giant eyelashes. It's like, dude, oh, yeah. what is happening? Right. You know, and and I have, ca- I have calf implants. No, I don't. <laughs> Just play a lot of basketball. Okay, I've heard I've heard that you can uh, go to other countries and get like your legs cut, and then like you can add a couple inches to your legs yep. to the collar. Yep, yep. I seen that too. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. That sounds terrible. Yeah, yeah. this All episode is. I mean, I'm only five eleven. I would love to be over six foot. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, did you come up with any sayings? Yeah. About Road rage um, for the family. Oh, road rage. Um, uh, if you if you commit road rage, you might end up in a cage. <laughs> there it is. Wah, wah, wah. There it is. That there was go. terrible. <laughs> so terrible. Dude. Okay, that's what we were talking about last week. Community, church, road rage, the opportunity to be together to talk about things, including butt pants and distractions, which was where at where we're at right now. Name the episode. This butt pants and distractions. Yeah, because I think my point to that is this: as a believer, mm-hmm. you get distracted with worldly things, and sometimes, yeah, they're a distraction in like a way where you're like, uh, when I say butt pants, by the way, full clarification. Everybody sees these pants. You go to the gym, so <laughs> I try not. To yeah, gym, but that's the problem. That's that. what I'm saying. It's distracting. Is my point. Yeah. Seth, do you even know what we're talking about? You're so good of a guy. You're such a holy guy. I know, I, I know what you're talking about. Oh, All right. Okay. I know what you're talking about. I also, I, I bought the pants because I wanted to do that people. <laughs> <He> got, <laughs> so what happens is you get quickly distracted, but it's so funny. I was just sharing this with my wife the other day, and now she's giving me a hard time. <laughs> I, okay, and here's, here's, here's what it is. I shared with her that I was listening to Pastor Chip Ingram. I do remember mm-hmm. it was one of his things, and he was talking about guys that will come to him, and they're married, and they're basically like as a, in counseling, if you will. Like, I, I'm constantly lustful and all these things after women and this and that. And and then he he shares kind of a sort of a benign example of one where he had to actually give the guy tell the guy, give yourself grace because he's got the extreme examples. I'm not talking about the extreme example, the porno addiction, the sex addiction. The, right. I, I stare at every woman lustfully for like 20 minutes straight. Okay. Ignore all that stuff. I'm not trying to get deep into those, that topic. He says, there's a guy who kind of shares with him about how, you know, I, I, I noticed like this beautiful woman from like across the room and I caught my eye and I, I didn't mean to. And, and, and Chip Ingram, it's, he's like sharing like, wait, so you're saying you have this guilt over a woman caught your eye, but like, did you, think lustfully no i just she was so pretty like i just looked and, and i had to come right back and he was like you know you're created we are created men and women we are sexual creatures mm-hmm. we we have instinct if you will that's that's born into us and most of us most normal and i'm going to talk as a guy because i'm a guy mm-hmm. I, you know so I, I don't know girls might have something different mm-hmm. but probably not much different i was kind of sharing this with my wife i was like you know it sucks because i'll be at the gym and like there's like butt pants and for the most part mm-hmm. i more make fun of there are people who should not wear butt pants 
I'm like, why are you wearing butt pants? Like, you really should just put some sweatpants on. Or, You're judging people. Yeah. Judging, yeah. I should not no, be no. mean. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. People but, at Walmart. <laughs> yeah. But, and again, hey, listen, God loves them. Thank God I'm trying to, to give it some grace. He loves them beyond anything, I promise you. But I'm just telling you in my flesh, I'm like, oh, what's happening? But but then there's the time where you're like, holy cow. Digging a hole, John. Go ahead. <laughs> Keep digging, buddy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, not, my point is this. Right. A quick distraction. What Chip Ingram shared with this guy was like, it's not the instant, like, instinctual notice, kind of like the cat that right. sees the movement. That That's not sinful. Right. It's it's the double take. It's the now. The it's second the, look. It's the second and third and fourth look mm -hmm. and the moments of look and the mindset stuff. Now you're going into... Right. Your temptation isn't sin. Following it is the sinful part. And so I'm kind of sharing that so with my wife about what it. What if you're on the Stairmaster and they're on the treadmill in front of you and you accidentally take that second, third, or maybe it's not accidental. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> but I'm like, that's what I'm saying. Come on, lady. I, you and I have had this conversation. This is why I wanted to bring Go this point Go to the up. treadmill down the road. <laughs> I, Seth, this is what I was trying to say is way before this yeah. podcasting, this is one of the conversations Alan and I had. Yep. Uh, we both talked to yeah. each other like after the gym by chance. And that's almost verbatim. Yeah. What we were saying is, dude, these butt pants are killing me. Um, I got on the treadmill. It's the only one or the bike that actually for me, it was a bike waiting for it forever. And then the butt, the distracting butt pants have to come. And on the, the first take is, Hey, nice. Like you're, you know, wow, you work out. Good job. But now that we're sitting here, dude, I, I got to go do something else. Now you got to yeah. remove yourself you from remove it. Yeah. yeah. But pants and distractions, bro. That is a, that's a, to me, it's a, yeah. it's analogous to the spiritual life, the Christian life that, was, that I, I got to like choose to move away. Yeah. That repentance stuff we talked about last week. Yeah. Go ahead, Seth. Yeah. Well, I mean, that that's, yeah. Have you seen those like TikTok videos where like people will set up cameras to catch the guys looking at like, well, yeah, I, I don't know. I have yeah. not, but it sounds funny. Yeah, and it's, it's like it's like what are you doing? You're like they're yelling at like it, it, and so like but that's a it's an interesting it's an interesting thought because yeah. we are like there are distractions. We all have our own distractions. We all have things that that trip us up and can get us you know whether it's anger, whether it's mm -hmm. there's things lust. that we yeah. can lust. Yeah, you know, yeah. and and I think you know there's there's obviously our culture has glamorized and and uh, you know, sexualized everything. Um, <laughs> to where I'm surprised not everyone is, you know, getting caught on camera. Like it's, um, that's, that's part of our culture. And that's something where, you know, even, you know, for, for, you know, my wife and I, we've had these conversations, like there are th different things that we're distracted by. Mm -hmm. You know, I try to do push-ups so that I'm like, Hey, I get in the way of those things. So she looks at me and not someone else, but, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> that's a push-ups is by the way a home solution for everything for me i tell my kids that like i'm making fun of push-ups guys push-ups push-ups exactly. john you can exactly. use some setups <laughs> yeah no. my um, lattes like five this week not good a lot of sugar <laughs> uh -huh. so um, good though every time i see pumpkin spice now i just think of you thank you mm. I would. And I'd buy it and throw it on the ground. <laughs> I don't know how many listeners we have or how many are able to communicate with us through whatever, because I don't know how it works. We just record and give it to our <laughs> editor, Tom. Thank you very much. Take him to dinner tonight. That's how I pay him. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> I want to know how many people like pumpkin spice lattes. I think it's great. Best time of year. They're delicious. Yeah. They're a distraction, though. 
because here we are talking about a topic and we're so, distracted by that work? of pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> I was at work and uh, the principal came down and she's like, oh, she asked the, the weight lift, weight training coach. He's like, hey, do you want this pumpkin spice latte? They gave me an extra one. He goes, no, just give it to some girl. And I go, I'll take it. And he goes, or give it to Alan. <laughs> uh, I was like, that's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. So right. pumpkin spice latte this time of year um, is perfect. So see, going back to that, talking about our walk and uh, and just kind of like how we can be distracted, but yet see once again, Seth, you bring in how great like you are being at being intentional. That's my my key word of the last few weeks is intentionality, <laughs> because he talks to his wife about even distractions. Right, like I, I got to get better at yeah. all of that. I see. I bring that up to my wife though. That's my point. I brought that up to my wife. Yeah. Well, like. And she makes fun of me now. She's yeah. like, oh, did you take a second look? Are you at the second look now? You know, like joking, you know, she's funny. Uh, yeah. Or even like a movie or a TV show. That's where it came up. We're watching some TV show and she was like, babe, you can't do more than the quick look on the girl that just walked into the frame of the <laughs> camera or whatever. And I'm like, oh my God, it's TV. I wish I would have never told you that. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that, that's interesting though. Cause like you mentioned, like it's, it is okay to, you know, to understand beauty, like you can, you can be like, Hey, that, you know, there are people who are, you, who are good looking and mm-hmm. you can understand those things. And yeah. there are, there Thank are you. like men who are very, who, there's men who like lift weights and they have yeah. huge muscles. And Thank I, you. I yeah. look at them several you know times. I'm like, man, that guy, like, I want to be like that. I felt you sometimes staring at me. I don't know why. Yeah. Like, Awkward I mean, burning like, me. Your beards are like, so intoxicating to me intoxicating <laughs> <laughs> of that word so, it sounds good but it's also kind of gross now that i think about it so right. yeah i get yeah. it yeah. i'm sorry i don't stare at you the same Seth. but you're not here anymore so it's hard we miss you i don't like doing this over the phone how many months are we going to try to do this with seth on the phone we i'm so sad we haven't made you just fly your back voice is intoxicating though oh my god <laughs> i just want to say it now i'm going to use it all week yeah. <laughs> It's very intoxicating. Yeah. So, this pumpkin spice latte what? is intoxicating. This is our episode about nothing. <laughs> this is literally our episode yeah. about nothing. You know, People are going to tune in yeah. like, what did I just listen what? to and wasted 30 minutes of my day? <laughs> We're going to bring it no, back like, to a point. Okay. But pants and distractions. Yeah, what a, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to do that right now. <laughs> Seth keeps that. trying. You guys keep interrupting. Yeah. What are you drinking but, at the uh, time? What do you have? Coffee? Nothing? You have coffee. What kind? It's caramel coffee. Caramel. Normal uh, iced coffee from McDonald's. Oh, I mm. like McDonald's coffee. It's very good. You yeah. know, McDonald's yeah, soft I, drinks, like fountain drinks, are something weird. They're the best ever. Oh, 100%. It's weird. <laughs> they give you a bigger straw, and I bet you they have twice the sugar. Maybe. It's good. Because they I are think, straight crack. I think if their carbonation is like is Super. off the chain. Like, yeah. I don't like Sprite, but I'll get Sprite up at McDonald's because right. it is amazing. They got, yeah. it, they got it down. Yeah. So the mm-hmm. episode on butt pants and distractions, the key word here is distractions. This whole episode yeah. actually makes sense because we're so distracted for some reason by every thought. Still thinking of the McDonald's drink. Yeah. Right now. Well, Sorry. You no, know, it might it yeah. might be it might be that this is an important topic that we keep but getting pants. distracted from something that we should keep talking about is that we do have temptations. Oh, I'm talking about butt it pants. can be temptations. Yeah, exactly. Like that can be a temptation. Like it can yeah. be something where it's like, hey, you know, this is an important topic. Is if we can if we can eliminate kind of the stigma behind temptation and understand that yeah you can you can see beauty you can understand you can you can uh be angry but you can't let anger Mm -hmm. and beauty um become perverted to the next level um and when you do that you can you can say hey 
Lord, I'm sorry. I need your empowering. Um, and I want to, I want to move away and I want to thank you for beauty that you've created. And then, yep. you know, there is temptations, but you, but once you, there, there are things you can see and be like, that is beautiful. That is, that's making me frustrated. I need to go to God and, and, and ask him to help me with this frustration. But I, I, I will say part of the reason that, you know, I, I used to not really share much with my wife a few years ago. But over this past year, just wanted to share more with my wife because, you know, I'm my wife. Like for me, sex is is just a physical thing. It's not just a physical thing, but like a lot of it is physical. And so when you share these different things and sharing, like, hey, you know, this this is what I struggle with. Telling her like the truth, you know, I you know, struggled with pornography for a long time, and uh, and so sometimes I we both kind of shared that same struggle um, separately. And we can go, hey, you know, I can't look that direction or don't look that direction or, or she can look like, hey, I'm looking at you. So I don't look at that over there. And so, we, you know, we can help each other out in that way. And the more honest we are with each other, the more candid, it kind of builds a different kind of intimacy in, in that way. <laughs> so I think, you know, that's an important thing to know is like if, when you share, especially a spouse or a trusted friend, like share those things, you build a relational intimacy. And if you pray with them, and pray and ask God, you build a deeper with him as well. Um, and kind of change your mindset, I guess. I love what you were saying about, um, even your wife mentioning, you know, I look at you instead of looking at them, let me share a quick, quick story kind of on the same thing. My wife and I were actually at a country bar. Mm -hmm. Um, it was for someone's birthday. And so they're doing all the line dancing and the, you know, people dancing at this country bar. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, my wife went out and she loves to dance. She will shut a party mm -hmm. down. She dances. Her and my sisters, they love mm -hmm. to dance and stuff. And I love it because it's, and I'm not a, you probably look at me and think I'm probably an excellent dancer. Nope. You know? Yeah. So anyway, so, but I, I stepped this, I stood these dances out at the country bar, but my wife went out of there and she's dancing with my sisters. They're all doing the line dance stuff. If you're familiar mm -hmm. with all that. And, but the, this, this uh, country bar also has the go-go dancers kind of up on the oh, stage and, the and they're wearing poles, like the yeah. G-string stuff and they're dancing. And my, my first thought is, holy cow, they better stay hydrated because they're dancing <laughs> for hours, right? So I'm more... That's the old man and dad. In that's exactly, I'm totally old man dad. <laughs> hey, young lady, you need some water? A hundred percent. I'm like, oh man, she better hydrate. I hope they give them Gatorade. The poor kids are going for hours. But and that I with that genuine thought. But then mm -hmm. I actually, I did realize, you know, I quickly, I'm like, oh, they're up there like their butts. Like that's an opportunity. Like mm -hmm. you could stare at some chick or whatever. But I, I like kind of what you just shared, Seth, because my mind, I immediately intentionally look to my look at my wife and she's so beautiful and mm -hmm. she has this beautiful smile and she's hot. And I, I married up for sure. And we've been married almost mm -hmm. 30 years. Definitely. And um, so that's not very nice, dude. What? I'm, what? Did you so, hear that? Yeah, bro. I got <laughs> I headphones I on. So anyway, so um, but anyway, the point is, yeah, I immediately looked at my wife and I was thanking God, like she's so beautiful, having so much fun. And and, and I also I got to share this. My wife, she's not sure how to take this. I don't know if I've shared this before or not, but I'll be in the grocery store and you know, you separate, like I'll go over to this aisle, you go over to that aisle, whatever, oh, it's like yeah. a, whatever. Yeah. And I'll see my wife, like I'll come around the corner and my instant, I mean, cause my, our minds work fast. My instant thing is like, ding, she's hot. Yeah. And I'm like, that's my wife. That's awesome. Yeah. And I share that with her. And she was like, I don't know if I should take that as a compliment. Or like that <laughs> means you're, I think like, it's a compliment. Yeah. I'm like, but babe, you don't understand. Yeah. Like in the whole store of people. I don't even recognize you as my own wife. I just think you're hot. And for like a second, you know, yeah. a microsecond, how our minds work, I don't know, but yeah. it's magic. Yeah. And, uh, but then I'm like, but it's you. Like, <laughs> she's like, yeah, but, but what, you know, you don't recognize me. Yeah. Like, but like, <laughs> uh, 
are you looking at other well, women think, saying the same thing? Like, no, I recognize beauty, but like, I'm so excited when I think that chick's hot. And it turns out you're my wife 30 years later. And when you come around the corner, she's like, who's this old man? Yeah. She's like, oh, <laughs> that poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Dang it. Ah, sucks. Sorry. So I, anyway, but, Seth, I like that. I wanted no, to share that real fast. You know? Yeah. And I think that's an important to notice. I don't know what goes on in my wife's mind. I'm sure she, she, she sees someone else and think, wow, that person's attractive. And, and, but like, it's not the temp. That's a, that's a temptation. That's a momentary thought. And that's, right. that's okay to have, I guess. I agree. And I think like, that's something where it's like, it's okay to think other people are attractive or to think people are beautiful and to mm. be able to understand that God created those people in that way. And, and to understand that, yeah, I might, you might have a random thought that says, well, that person's attractive. That person, um, you know, is hot or that person, you know, has a uh, nice calves or, those Cabs. momentary thoughts if Not you cabs. entertain them what you're saying is like if my wife wasn't looking at a guy or what you know at the gym or whatever mm-hmm. i would not be upset no because i yeah. love my wife she loves me we're comfortable yeah. with our walk with the lord and our everything and yeah. i mm-hmm. i don't care i'm like you i i look yeah. at guys yeah i wish i could work out like that guy right i want to be shredded that. like that guy yeah, and yeah. I, look at, I even do yeah. that with women i'm like Thanks. She does. Yeah. She takes care yeah, of herself. She works out yeah. like mm-hmm. that. And then I just go about my day. But yeah, you know, it's yeah. that. And it's like the dad in me most of the time was like, put some dang clothes on, girl. <laughs> you know, right. if yeah. I have my daughter, I'm like, put yeah. your clothes on. You're not going to be wearing that. <laughs> yeah. You know, but yeah, yeah we're human. Yeah. So finish your story. Yeah. And there are, there are moments that we, you know, we do uh, entertain temptation more often. Like if, like if you're not, if you don't get enough sleep or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you, you're not, you know, looking you're not in the word or alcohol or intentional, you're, you're drinking mm-hmm. alcohol, you're, right. you're not intentionally focused on, <clears throat> on God, obviously temptation will come. And then that's when like my, my brother Lawrence, <laughs> you know, the monk say, like, 1400 you know, years ago, the, the monk. In, yeah, exactly. He's, he was a monk and his name, his monk name was brother Lawrence. And he would say, you know, he would say, if I ever found myself not focusing on God, I would just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't beat myself up about it. But I would say, you know, Lord, help me, help me. Cause I can only do what right. you empower me to do. Yeah. And that's what we need to do in those situations because temptation does come. Yeah. But for us, the, we cannot entertain the temptation um, <clears throat> or put ourselves unduly in, temp- in temptation uh, in places where we could oh, experience more of that. That's true. That's and it, it, isn't it interesting? Like, you know, Jesus himself was tempted in every way, yet did not sin. Mm-hmm. And so people forget yeah. that, that there are temptations that does not mean you are sinning. And I recognize, like, if you want to go into the whole doctrinal study on the temptations of Jesus, that there's categorical temptation, right? Which means, like, yeah. when they say he was tempted in every way so that he can, um, he sympathizes and yeah. empathizes both with us mm-hmm. because in his humanity because he was tempted in every way and yet did not sin. And so... There's the distinction, right? That's the model again to be Christ-like is to look at Christ and he was tempted, man. He's, our temptations are not foreign to him. They're not a surprise Mm -hmm. to him. God is not surprised by the fact that we have these thoughts and temptations. It's the decision to, to turn from those things. Right. That's what, on these things. And, and, and also how the, the Bible tells us, take our, even take our thoughts captive Mm -hmm. to the word of God. We're called to take it even. And that's a tough thing, man. That's way easier said than done. Mm -hmm. Way easier said than done. Yeah. Well, and that's what we talked about before about training ourselves into these situations, training ourselves so that when we get into those situations, we know how to get out of them. And, uh, and, uh, like that's something that we, uh, know, like, I'm not saying like, Hey, yeah, we are going to get tempted. You know, I'm not trying, I'm not, I'm not saying that we should put ourselves in the situation where we, 
can get tempted and then just pray or pray about it and say, that's okay to stay in that temptation. But what we need to do is be able to say, okay, I recognize that I'm in a situation where I can't, I, I'm not able to recognize beauty as a, as a, a gift of God, but I'm actually focusing on that beauty and, and perverting it in my mind. I need to, I need to get out of this situation and not beat myself up about it, but also to say, look, God, you need, I need to repent of this and move on and be more intentional with my time. And that's yeah. a, that's a maybe, a, maybe an important thing is when you do feel temp- tempted, it's a great time to be like, am I being intentional with my focus on God and to get ourselves in, you know, into that situation. And again, not to beat yourself up, right. But to understand that temptations come, but God is greater. Right. I love it. And he always provides a way out. I think that's in first Corinthians. I don't know the, the mm-hmm. verse off the top of my head, but it's there when you're in temptation, God always provides a way out. And then also that, that he actually has uh, an option for us constantly. That's, yeah. I guess, is kind of what that what I was trying to get to with that, where he always there is a way, yeah. out. but it's our decision, I guess, is I, was What's my point. It also comes down. I believe he'll never give you more than you can. What you guys are better at this. I got to memorize these verses. Yeah, that I don't <laughs> no. know. It sounds like Seth? you're going with he'll never give you more than you can handle, but that's actually an incorrect. That's no, no. not biblical. Yeah, there's yeah. no a temptation. No, that, that, that's, in the, that's, in the same, that's in the same verse, though, because he'll right. never tempt you beyond what you can bear. That's, yeah, the, that's the one. Will provide yes. a way out. That's yes. the one. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was getting at. Yeah, Thank regarding you. temptation. Yeah. That's why Absolutely. I got you guys on the show. I, let me share something also on this note when it comes to temptation, whether it's in, in sexuality. And by the way, I've you, I don't want to, we're not going to bring this this particular episode even into the, the homosexuality, same-sex attraction, but it's a pretty... Um, of course, it's a huge topic in our society right now. It's huge. This everything it's, it is everything right now that the world is trying to throw at our kids and, and this last 20 years of, of Americans, but the world, right. Is this sexuality issue. The drug addiction is, is a very similar thing. And I, I was just mm-hmm. listening to, um, Aaron Pierce, uh, Steigert ministries. And he was sort of sharing this whole thing about how even in the secular world, not in the Christian world, the secular world, what has happened is, um, this overexposure to sex and sexuality is actually led to this unhealthy strive for sexual desire, similar to, to heroin. In other words, you become so, uh, uh, and I don't, I'm not trying to sound mean in the perverted word, but so perverted in your thinking, even about sexuality and the distraction of sexuality and the, whether it's same sex, multiple partners, uh, pornography and all these things that you've, you become jaded. And mm-hmm. so that you mm-hmm. actually need more just for the sexual fulfillment when you are created within the confines of marriage, a man and a woman. And actually sex is amazing and beautiful and all these things because you're mm-hmm. you're living together in a relationship before the Lord and all these things. And so he kind of shares that it becomes this just like drug addiction where it's it's never fulfilling anymore and it's damaging besides physically damaging and disease damaging and yeah. all these other issues. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I, I love, he kind of shared that. And then he kind of shared how, how do you lovingly and winsomely share with those communities of peoples, whether it's the homosexual community, the LGBTQ community, or just the promiscuous friends of ours that are not believers and, or maybe go to church, but like, it's no yeah. big deal that they're sleeping around. How do you share with them that actually sex isn't you're created as a sexual being, if you will, but if you follow the Lord and you really recognize it as a prescription, not a, not this mean rules, not that God doesn't want you to have joy and pleasure, but as a prescription for actual more fulfillment, kind mm-hmm. of going all the way back, yeah. I think, to the beginning of this episode and, and last episode when we were talking about uh, truth leads to freedom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you're living yeah. in that truth, you actually get to experience more joy and freedom. 
And it's the same like the drug right. addiction thing. Rather than going toward the drugs and toward the whatever makes you feel good for the moment, life isn't just about constantly feeling good. Yeah. You you walk from that, lean yeah. into the Lord, abide in the Lord, spend time with him, and yeah. you'll actually experience yeah. more genuine joy and happiness, of course, as that comes out. But yeah. does that kind of make sense? And that so avoiding temptation yeah. can lead to actual freedom. And I think, yeah, no, I, 100%. And I mean, Seth clicked on or hit on it for a second when, you know, when men are addicted. It's like a drug. Just like drugs. That's Just why like they drugs. compare it to drugs. Yeah. So to get out of that is hard. And I'm, I'm in groups yeah. at church where guys struggle, struggle, struggle. Yeah. And like, it's I'm physiological. Not, yeah. It's yeah. more than just, yeah. it's physiological. And then, then it gives yeah. you a false sense of what it should be like yeah. with your wife, you know, a hundred percent. And I'll share this. Uh, go ahead, Seth. I don't want to cut you off. Oh no, no. Um, you can go ahead. So I wanted to share something that pastor Tony Evans, if you ever listen to Tony Evans, one of my favorite urban alternative, mm -hmm. just an, uh, and I've been listening to him since I was a kid. I just the other day, he shared an analogy and he was talking about like, um, he kind of used it. You could kind of, it's kind of a catch all, but what he was sharing was it was on uh, abiding in Christ. I think it's John 15 about abiding in, you know, I'm the branch or the vine, you know, stay, you know, uh, to produce fruit and all that stuff. The, the imagery of the vineyard and how we're to stay connected to the true vine in Jesus and all these things. But I love what he used as an analogy. He talked about when you have issues and he kind of said, okay, he was sharing on what is abiding, which basically the word for abiding means loitering, like spending time. When he talks about Jesus says, abide in me, it is, it's literally spending every waking moment that you can intentionally with Jesus, Bible study, praising, being around believers, everything we've been talking about, right. church, community. And we're going to talk about that. We have holidays coming up here real soon, Thanksgiving and things like that. And so what he was, and that's community and being with each other. So he was sharing this abiding in Christ when it talks about how Jesus says, abide in me and I'll abide in you. It's loitering, spending time. And he says, now mm -hmm. what that means is that becomes more focused and the other issues of your life become more blurry, less important mm -hmm. worldly things. And then he used an analogy that I loved. In fact, I was kind of sharing this with my kid just the other day about just any issue because I shared with a meth addict on the phone. I ended up in this great conversation. Mm -hmm. Guy was massive on meth, shared a, a crazy weekend, by the way, of hookers and methamphetamine and being robbed and beaten up and put in the backseat of his own car for three days. I'm just sharing. This guy will never listen to this, I'm sure. And <laughs> and, uh, and he was like, and it all started because he was in rehab. He took a couple of days off of rehab. I'm going to get back to the abiding thing. Took a couple of days off of rehab because he wanted to go drink some beer. And he got seven beers into it at a motel. And he noticed, he remembers seeing a woman outside, a hooker. So he went to get her, but asked her, could she get him some meth and could they smoke it together kind of a thing? Because he he was on a break between rehab facilities. Okay. And so he want, he's like, I just had to get it out of my system. It turned into, she brought two pimps into the room. They beat him up. They kept him hostage for three days. They used his ATM, his credit card. But he told me, he's like, but I kind of, I didn't escape from them when I could because they were letting me get high the whole weekend. They kept giving me meth, but they stole everything I had. Mm. They, they kept taking me to the bank, making me like restart my credit cards because they kept getting shut off because they were doing all these... Long story short, I said, buddy, you know, what's crazy about that is you just explained your own addiction, but in a physical manifestation, like you wanted to be there, but like it was also damaging and painful and scary. Mm -hmm. He was like, hundred percent. I never heard that. I said, yeah, you actually had a real experience that showed like figure to literally was your figurative addiction. And I said, you know, who Jesus is, I started sharing the gospel mm -hmm. with him and uh, he was mm -hmm. like, yeah, I'm a believer in Jesus. I said, okay, well, I, I, I can't tell you that you can scrape this problem off immediately and get off this addiction. Right. But I can tell you, if you learn to abide in Christ, I just learned something from Pastor Tony Evans that I really love the analogy. If you learn to abide in Christ, these other things will become 
less focused, this, this desire and drive for drugs. And by the way, this could be uh, sexuality. This could be, there used to be that pray the gay away movement uh, in homosexuality. And you can't just pray the gay away. That does, that doesn't work. You've got to actually be intentional about what the issue is, but what the, solu- I'm sorry, what the solution to the issue is, which is abiding in Jesus. And so Tony yeah. Evans shared, he said, whatever the issue is, pictures, drug addiction, sex addiction, mm-hmm. sexuality, it's a plate. If you have a plate and you had baked on food, you finished dinner and you had lasagna or something that has all the baked on cheese and it's super dirty. You can sit there and try to scrape that off. He's, he's basically saying you can't, you can scrape it off and you can get some of the chunks off and stuff, but it's going to be a real difficult process. And he says, and that's what we try to do with rehab, with, with programs, with whatever, with just being mad about it with, he said, but you know what abiding in Christ is? It's the sink full of hot soapy water. He said, put Mm -hmm. that plate in that hot soapy water. And just let it sit, let it be there, let it loiter in the hot soap water. And he said, and then those issues, first of all, are going to start to kind of float off the plate. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to more easily that your part, they're going to more easily wipe off the plate. And he said, but that's what I want you to to hear is abiding in Christ is sitting. Jesus is that hot soapy Mm -hmm. water, if you will. Being in the word of God is that hot soapy water. It doesn't immediately Mm -hmm. clean the issue. It might might miraculously immediately get rid of your drug addiction, your temptation addiction, whatever. Yeah. But it, it may, that's a, that'd be an amazing provision and miracle of God, but at a minimum, you're abiding in Christ. You're sitting there and you're being cleansed and it's a process. And the more that, and you know what I mean? And the more you can sit, the more you can loiter, yeah. then the more easily those issues are going to wipe off and wipe out of your life. And I just I like love it. that analogy I like that for yeah. any issue, yeah. right? It's just because you're spending time mm-hmm. in the cleansing water of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really good. And that's kind of similar to what I was going to say is, or, you know, I guess in this along the same lines as I was, I was going to say that as um, you know, all of our sin is, is actually kind of a perversion of a, a godly design. You know, we are designed to be intimately in relationship with other women. Um, but when we take that beyond what it was intended to be, that becomes sin. And the same with, you know, with trying to get high, like there's, we have this desire to, you know, be, uh, experience the the uh, awe of Jesus. This amazing, like we're in our purpose. Everything is aligned, and we are able to be in this this one on one relationship with God. And that is the that is kind of the illusion of the high of of these different things that we're experiencing. And so I think that's an important thing for us to understand. Is you know if we're struggling with any of these things that we've talked about is that actually the fulfillment of what we are desiring in porn or drugs or being constantly angry or being constantly, um, you know, greedy and wanting to get more money is we're wanting security. We're wanting love. We're wanting to experience, um, the, this high of being with God. And that's something that we are wanting. So for us to look at our temptation and say, you know what, this is actually a perversion of an actual design that God has given me. And I'm going to turn to him and soak in him because when I soak in him, I experience all the things, but without shame attached to it. Dude, very well said. Yeah, very well said, bro. Cause that's exactly it. Yep. Well, I don't know. You guys kind of want to wrap up on this one. Is there, I mean, no, I, Think, uh, for all. an episode about nothing turned into an episode about butt pants and distractions and temptation and uh and the so reality good. is is all of us are tempted every single day yeah 
And the solution is to abide in Christ, to spend more time with Jesus, more time in Christian community, right. more time like we're doing right now, yeah. talking about this stuff, talking about where does, what does the word of God have to say about this? What does the Bible say about this? And it's a collection of all these people and their real experiences failing mm -hmm. and sinning and messing up, right. but yet being met with grace constantly and love. Yeah. We can wrap this one up. All right. Well. All right. We'll talk again next talk time. Talk again. Talk next week or whatever. See you guys. All right. Have a good one. Yep. It's been fun. Bye.